Hey, it's Kanzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more and leave us some feedback. Away we go. Initialize sequence. Welcome to The Baldcast, a production of John Kanzano's Baldface Truth. Back to The Baldface Truth with John Kanzano on 750 The Game. I think our next guest can talk to us a lot about uh, a lot of different things. Uh, really interesting career as a former umpire in Major League Baseball who uh, worked in the game for 30-plus years, began umpiring at the age of 15, and has been a frequent guest on this show. He's uh, written a book. He has uh, you know, also done an audio book that is just out that goes along with it for people who are into audio books. Uh, he knows competition. He knows human nature. Man of the world, Dale Scott, joining us now. How are you? I'm good. Man of the world. I mean, wow, that's, that's a lot of pressure. For me. <laughs> well, you 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 worked as a radio, uh, you know, DJ at a top forty station in Eugene, Oregon, in the seventies. You know, and then you I go did. on. You yeah, I want to do some other things. You you went on to do other things. Some of us got stuck here. <laughs> well, that was, you know, when I was umpire school, uh, I was thinking, well, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll do this. I'll, I'll come back to Eugene. I'll be getting, uh, you know, higher level games, and I'll go back to my radio job. That was, I was going to be in radio all my life, and then I screwed it up and got uh, got a job out of out, uh, in the minor leagues. You know? <laughs> I love it. Uh, let's. I want to talk about the book. I want to talk about, you know, robot umpires. But can I start with just kind of asking you, like last night, the Dallas Cowboys. Buccaneers game. We got a kicker out there that was really struggling to kick an extra point. It was painful yeah. to watch after a little while. You've seen this stuff in live competition on the baseball field. Like we watched Steve Sachs once upon a time and some other guys who couldn't throw the ball across the field for whatever reason or couldn't throw a strike. As an umpire, when you're watching something like that unfold in a professional setting, what is that like? It's 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 uncomfortable almost. Uh, to be honest with you, I once I once I had uh, Gary Dar uh, Gary Darling uh, Ron Darling, yeah, uh, pitching uh, in Oakland, and it was like the I don't know fifth inning, fourth inning. He you know he was doing fine, and all of a sudden he could not find the strike zone. He he walked like he threw like twenty balls in a row. I mean it, he, he you know it was one of those things that defies you know why this happened because the guy's a good pitcher and he and he'd been pitching fine for a, a two or three four innings and then all of a sudden he couldn't he couldn't find the strikes on but it's unc- you know as an umpire you i mean you want to call strikes i mean you, you know you're 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 thinking strikes but and the guy's all over all of a sudden can't hit it um and then of course they they, they throw one that's the closest of all the ones he's thrown but it's still you know still not yeah. a, a strike and everybody wants it you know so it's it's strange but yeah it, i felt for that guy last night just because uh you know, John. A lot of times, uh, you know, obviously, athletes, uh, umpires. We, a lot of times, we make this job look a lot easier than what it really is. Mm. And uh, you know, kicking a football, ah, he's just a kicker, you know. But yeah, say that when you need a kicker, you know. Um, right. And 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 so I, sometimes I think we uh, take for granted how easy it looks or how easy they make it look, and it's not necessarily that way. Yeah, my eight-year-old was watching the game with me. My eight-year-old daughter was watching the game with me, and she said. That's all he has to do, right? He just needs to kick it through. That's all he has to do. I said, yeah, with uh, 75,000 people screaming at him and all the pressure in the world, and all of a sudden, you know, maybe he misses one, then it's in his head a little bit. 
you've seen catchers and managers and, you know, even middle infielders that will come over and talk to the pitcher, try to settle them down. I've also yeah. seen umpires, you know, clean the plate sometimes, maybe to just stop the action for a little bit. You ever do that? Uh, yeah, you know, uh, 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 a lot of times, uh, well, I, more than that, I would I would clean the plate because I had I wanted to say something to the catcher without being obvious. <laughs> so, so uh, it might have been a uh, trying to clean some stuff up here a little bit, but um, um, yeah, you know, it, it, again, you, you, I, I've seen. I, I, I'm trying to remember the catcher's name. I want to say he played for Cleveland. I could be wrong. This is, you know, I've had a few concussions, yeah. but whatever. But I remember he had an issue with throwing the. Uh, you know, all of a sudden he, he was yeah. he would like double pump throwing it back to the pitcher. Uh, yes. If a guy's stealing, he would fire it down. But throwing it back to the pitcher, all of a sudden he had this mental uh, blockage or something, and it was Mackie really Sasser. Strange to see, you know. Was it Mackie Sasser? Uh, yeah, I think. That, yeah, 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 yeah. And remember, uh, I, I think some one time when he went to throw, he double clutched, and somebody stole a base off him. And yeah. after that, he was yeah, worse. It, it, exactly. And, he, and and last night with with that kicker, it, it seemed to me just just watching it that after he. After he, you know, brutalized that first one, it was in his head, and all of a sudden yeah. he was uh, trying to overcompensate or, 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 or whatever. And and I've, I've been in those situations. I've been in, you know, where I've I've uh, I've struggled a little bit on pitches, uh, and 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 the, and almost the more I try to focus and okay, let's get this one, this one, you know, let's bear down or whatever. Uh, it, it was like sometimes it made it even worse because I was thinking more about bearing down than actually just relaxing and calling the pitch like like I've done you know a zillion times before so it, it's a it's a weird thing but it can happen major league baseball will experiment with having a, a system that is already in place call balls and strikes for uh, some triple a games um, you know whether they some of the triple a leagues will have a challenge available to them others will uh, have the uh, system call the balls and strikes what was your reaction when you heard that well, it, I knew it was coming. I mean, I, I you know, this this ABS system is, is going to be in the big leagues at some point. Uh, but I really, you know, half the, from what I understand, AAA will all will have the ABS, but only half of them will have uh, a pure ABS where they call everything. It calls everything. And then the other half will have the challenge system where you let the plate umpire uh, do what he does, uh, call, the, call the game, and then the, each team has X amount of challenges. And, you know, I, I, when I mention that to people, the first thing they do is roll their eyes. Oh, my God, challenges, another delay. And, and, well, not, not, not like you think. Uh, they've done this in the lower minors. I think they did it in the Florida State League last year. And the challenges are very quick on these pitch challenges. Uh, it does not take – it's not like you've got to call time and run over to the uh, – you know, and do all this other stuff. It, it, it happens very quickly. So, um, so I don't think it's going to be that much of a detriment. And I think that, John, is the best way to go because – let me let me tell you about focusing and concentrating as a plate umpire on every single pitch of a game. That that in itself is is you know it's a mental thing and, and, and that's what you do. But if you're going to do that every single pitch of the game, never calling a pitch unless there's some kind of a glitch in the system, and then the guy in the earpiece says, "Ah, oh, it's yours," you know, and now you have to call it. Well, that's not that's just not fair to a to a plate umpire because you know, all of a sudden that glitch could be with the tie and run in the ninth inning. All of a sudden you, you haven't called a pitch for three and a half hours and suddenly, uh, oh, that's yours. Oh, okay. You know, uh, um, I, I just think that's really unfair to put a guy through that. And it doesn't make sense to me. I think the challenge system makes sense because you still let the umpire plate umpire do what he does. Uh, you still, you know, just kind of flow with the game. But when you do have however many they decide and how that all set is set up, 
you know, you, then you can challenge a certain pitch. Now, you're going to have unintended circumstances. Uh, you know, let's say a runner's at first and second, less than two outs, or three or two pitch, they're running on the pitch. Um, if a plate umpire calls, uh, you know, a, a ball four, and now, now they say challenge and it's strike three, and the runners are running, and, you know, ball four, they don't throw down. Now, uh, now you say, oh, it was strike three. Well, you know, that took a, a possibility of a catcher throwing out a runner or something. I mean, I, I'm not sure how it's all going to play out. Just like the video replay had unintended consequences of a guy coming barely off a base and being tagged out when he was way safe, um, it, this is going to have it also. But uh, you know, it's the way the game's going with technology, and that's uh, kind of what, frankly, what the fans are demanding. Not not everybody, but a lot of people are. You know, hitters and pitchers often keep a book on an umpire, so they know, hey, uh, so and so is behind the plate. Uh, he'll call a low strike on me, or he's got a wide strike zone. Do you? Right. How do you think ABS changed that? In and what I mean is the umpires being graded. Uh, how, did it create a uniform strike zone? Did it take that away? What 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 did that cause? Well, the ABS uh, system and, and and you know began about two thousand three is when we when we were getting evaluated. It wasn't uh, you know calling pitches, but our evaluation changed. It was electronically evaluated, and and it brought what it did, and it it did what it was supposed to do. We we had gotten way wide. And way low, meaning the high pitch was anything above the belt was like a ball, and we were going way wide, and 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 it was just kind of a it involves into that where where the 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 practical strike zone that we were calling on the field didn't match up with the technical strike zone, the definition of a strike in in the book. So what they did is they they they, they tweaked the definition a little bit, and then they electronically were uh, we were being you know supervised and 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 uh, with this. You know, system, and what it did, John, it did, it really did bring the strike zone much more uniform uh, and much more consistent league wide. You got to remember, this was right after we had combined the the National American League, so they wanted to have a more unified uh, strike zone. It, it, you know, it, it came to the point where we had were working all the teams. You wouldn't see teams that much. I mean, you would see them maybe if I, when I was in the American League, I would see teams you know several times because they were. There were only you know twelve teams or whatever, but uh, when you combined it, a lot of times uh, you know one year I didn't see the Reds at all. <laughs> I didn't see them at all in the road or home. Um, but uh, what they wanted to do is not only get the strike back to the book strike and 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 more uh, unified that way, but they wanted more consistency league wide with all the umpires uh, and with the American and National League uh, you know combining uh, with the umpires working their games. So. It did that. I think it took some pain for everybody to to you know figure it all out and what what was uh, going to be uh, you know the, the differences. I mean that the Maddoxes weren't getting that outside stuff and uh, and uh, you know uh, some hitters weren't liking the, the fact that above the belt uh, you, were, you were calling strikes. But it did eventually. Everybody got on the same uh, page and, and I think it did what it was supposed to do. Uh, as far as keeping a book on somebody. I think that you know guys may still do that to a point, but but uh, I think that is kind of antiquated now uh, with with this system that's much more unified. Dale Scott with us, uh, 33 years in the major leagues as an umpire. He retired. Uh, he has written a book. Uh, I believe it was out in May of last year. The umpire is out calling the game and living my true self. Uh, is that now out on audiobook, or when is the release for that? Yeah, I just finished the audio book. Uh, it will be released on February 28th, um, so that's when it will be available. It was uh, kind of fun doing that four days uh, recording um, down in Burbank. But, 
I'm excited about it. I, you know, my radio uh, background helped me with this. For sure. And uh, they, had, they had me scheduled for five days. I, I got it done in four. <laughs> uh, they had me go back for corrections a few weeks later, and it was about, uh, there was like 15 minutes of, you know, it took about 15 minutes to correct it. So we got through it pretty pretty easily. So, yeah, that? I'm excited. Yeah. It'll be out uh, February 28th. What is that like? Because I know, you know, you wrote the book with Rob Nyer, who we've had on the show. Much respect for him. And But when you sit down to... Um, you know, it's your voice, and it's like a personal conversation you're having with the reader. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, and, and I, you know, you, they, they didn't want me, you know, very, I mean, some of these stories, uh, you know, I've been literally telling for decades, and, 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 and you know, I read it, you know, put it in writing and put it on a page uh, for the book. Um, but there are, at times, as I was saying, you know, re, retelling these stories, reading it, um, you know, I, I, like kind of like if I was just you and I talking, I was telling you a story. I I kind of kind of laughed a little bit or something at the you know appropriate times. They didn't they didn't necessarily want that. They, you know they want you to keep pretty. You know they they let you have throw in a little bit of personality into it, but they pretty much uh, stayed with the script. That being said, though, you're absolutely right. This was this was in my own voice, and this was in my um, uh, you know the, the, my conversational tone or whatever the way. The way that I talk, I, the one thing I that I that I learned though, John, is if I do another book, and it ends up being an audio book, I'm a, a, you know, a, with that in mind, I'm going to have a lot less um, Latin players' names in it because <laughs> 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 pronouncing those sometimes was a thrill. Uh, writing writing them down wasn't a problem. Now all of a sudden I have to pronounce them, but uh, but it was a fun experience and and an interesting one. You know, I've done uh, voiceovers, I've done thirty and sixty second spots, but to read a you know over ten hours of audio is is a kind of a different thing. What do you miss the umpiring? And I, I know you walked away from the game. You'd had some concussions and stuff, but maybe it was time. But do you miss it? Uh, you know, certain aspects I miss. It has really nothing to do with being on the field. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, uh, you know, some of the restaurants we got to go to, and some of the people that I got to meet, and 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 and, and some of the perks of the job. But I'll be honest with you. Uh, I, I don't. You know, I see these guys working their tails off out there. The social media—they're getting killed. Yeah. Uh, you, you have um, scorecard and stuff that are just wiping them out. That the worst thing that could happen for us was that on-screen strike zone, which is uh, not 100% accurate, but is the gospel for anyone watching. And I understand that because it's right, right there. But it's really, really um, brought the profession into you know a lot of negativity and and. Uh, uh, you know the morale on the staff isn't the greatest. I'll be honest with you. They, the ten guys retired this past year. Um, there's a real changing of the guard uh, on the umpire ranks. A lot of senior guys, a lot of crew chiefs, a lot of guys names that you've heard time and time again over the years uh, are gone. And uh, it, I, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. It's just that the, it's a it's a new breed of umpires, and 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 these guys have worked the ABS system, or, or meaning they've worked the uh, been evaluated with, uh, uh, you know, the electronic evaluations and stuff all through uh, the minor leagues and through fall ball and stuff. So they're 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 much, you know, when when we switched uh, and 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 had this electronic evaluations, the younger guys did much better than than guys like myself. I mean, I had already, uh, you know, I was twenty some years into the game uh, when this all changed in the early two thousands, and you know, it's an old old dog, new tricks, that type of stuff. Right. You know, there's a lot of adjustments going on uh, for everybody. Um, but uh, you have a new breed now, and, and I, to be honest with you, I don't, I, I don't miss the umpire, no. Yeah, and I, I think, too, about, like, we had Jim Joyce on last week, and he said 
that he didn't, you know, fully trust the ABS system because it would it would miss breaking balls. It would miss occasionally yeah. on a breaking ball, yeah. and he'd say, uh, you know, it's not 100% either. So I just wonder, I, I like the appeal part better than every ball and strike because I want to keep that, that umpire behind home plate engaged. Yeah, well, that's exactly right, and that's what I said earlier. If, if, if you're supposed to be engaged so at a drop of a hat you have to make a call, um, that takes a lot of focus and concentration to, to, to call the play, you know, in a major league game. And and if if you're not going to have a call the game, or you might have one at the weirdest, you know, who knows moment, that's just not really right. I, I don't think. And and I think the the uh, the appeal process is the best, or challenge process is the best way to go. Now, Jimmy's absolutely right, though, and, and a lot of people thought this with video replay, and now they're seeing it with. ABS. Well, there'll be no more controversy. You know, they'll get everything right. There will be nothing will be wrong, and it's just that's just not the truth. I mean, we've seen on video replay there are angles. One says out, one says safe, one says catch, one says no catch. You you just can't tell 100. percent And 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 that's why uh, you know that's why you need officials basically. But but uh, uh, the same thing is going to be with pitches. Um, you have you know a three dimensional strike zone. And I'm just not sure if it's how accurate it's going to be on certain pitches on you know certain locations. I, I would love to see what it does with a uh, knuckleball. <laughs> there you go, uh, Dale. Uh, the book it's been well received, far as I can tell. How is the book doing? Are you happy with it? Yeah, I am. I've had the feedback has been phenomenal. Um, yeah, the reviews that I've had have been great, but the feedback from from people that have gotten the book and read it has just been phenomenal. That have contacted me and. Uh, some are people I've known. Others are, you know, just uh, umpires around the country that that uh, have contacted me, and uh, I, I'm really pleased with that. You know, I, I when I set out to do this, uh, obviously I wanted a, a very entertaining book. I wanted to describe uh, part of my personal uh, journey, which uh, was unique for uh, many reasons. But uh, but I also uh, I, I wanted it to be funny. Um, I, you know, I, I have a decent sense of humor. I like to make people laugh, and, and I think uh, I think the book. I think I accomplished that, you know, because people have said it's, it's, it, there's some stories and stuff in there that they they really got a chuckle out of. So I, I'm pretty pleased with it. Well, I'm proud of you. I, I know a lot of people are the pride of Sheldon High School uh, down there in Eugene. But Dale, uh, keep it keep up the fight. The book's called The Umpire Is Out. I want you to check it out if you uh, are an audiobook person. You'll get a kick out of listening to Dale Scott because now you know, I guess as Paul Harvey used to say, the rest of the story. <laughs> Dale Scott, thank you. Thanks, buddy. All right, there he is, former umpire. Peter Sampson, is he changing your mind, Stephen? You know, how, where are we on this ABS system now? Balls and strikes. Where I, are, where's our minds? Yeah, I still support it, but, it, but again... The, since last week, it's always been with the caveat that it gets tested fully in the minors, and it is accurate. Again, you know, if it's missing, you know, 12-6 curveballs because it's the angle going in the zone, I mean, if it's not going to work, it's not going to work, and then I support the challenge system. So, again, if it's truly accurate with a very large sample size, I'm all for it. I, I, just do, want, oh, I, do, I do agree yeah. that there needs to be umpires there for other calls, right? And oh, so, yeah. And so the umps have to be engaged. So I do like the idea that they're bringing up of, you know, the challenge system where so it keeps the umps involved because that would be impossible to have just a, you know, a robot strike zone and then all of a sudden you need a you need a call from the ump like you can't have that. Uh so I do agree with that like they definitely need to have that involved. Yeah, uh, so if I'm 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 all for getting it right. And I don't like the interruption in the game, but we look at NFL, we've all sort of come to accept the challenge. 
And we all, and I think in the NFL in particular, the game does move along at a pace which we can all live with when there's, you know, was he inbounds, was he out of bounds, and you're seeing sort of the rapid review system in effect in the NFL and in some college games. Um, I'm, I don't mind a challenge, but I think if the umpires behind the plate can get 95% of the calls and you allow the opposing dugout to go, hey, you got three challenges a game. If you're correct, you don't lose your challenge. So, uh, you know, have at it. I think that system is one I can support because that home plate umpire is still going to be there. You still have the human element. You still have somebody in charge of the game. What I don't want is somebody standing back there, and all of a sudden there's a call, and that person is, you know, uh, you know, human, and fall asleep behind the home plate, behind home plate, so to speak, because he knows someone else. Uh, you know, the computer's going to call it. I just need to stand here. I'm looking for fair, or foul. I'm looking for out or safe. Uh, they've got the balls and strikes. I want that person engaged. I want their mind on it. What do you think? At John Canzano BFT, tweet at me. Our big splash is next. We interrupt this podcast with a special announcement from the Bald Face hey, Sorry to interrupt the podcast, but if you want to listen to more of the Bald Face Truth Radio Show, including more of this segment that you're listening to, make sure you subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes to the Bald Face Truth Radio Show. Thanks for listening.